0: I'm like, oh, mom, I'm so sorry. And she goes, stop it, stop it. And I said, okay. She goes, this is an adventure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this is a little bit of a different episode um, and we'll, we'll jump into that in just a moment. But, um, hello guys, it's, Can great I producer yeah. yeah. producer, yeah. it's great to be here at the table. Mr. Producer, it's great to have you here. It's, it's, it's just an honor, John. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> But um, of course, we still want to keep to just all the great burning questions. There's been a lot of great questions that have still been coming through. And guys, uh, we felt like this one really addressed uh, today's even topic even more so. So I I want to share it really quick. And so uh, this is from Rachel Ireland. This is from Rachel Ireland. And she said, what can be done when you have messed up or overreacted? I struggle with moving forward sometimes
0: because the shame from the past. I I would love to address that one. Yeah. Rachel, um, first of all, we empathize with that. And secondly, in my experience, when I have fought those feelings of shame and guilt, I've been in prayer and I've actually heard the Holy Spirit so often say, go after it. Hmm. And all right. So listen to this scripture. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, zero condemnation, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Now, the Word of God is true, but it has to be what? It has to be acted upon, which is speaking it. There is real demonic forces, and there their their way of neutralizing a on fire child of god is to continually bring back the shame of condemnation yeah. and literally so many times when god has spoken in my heart in prayer i'm like god what's going on i can barely even come into your presence i just feel so bad about the way i spoke to my wife mm-hmm. yesterday or my children or whatever and he, i'll hear him say go after it and i mean That's when i dare. hear that I become like a bulldog and I get I go, You spirit of guilt, you spirit of condemnation. Wow. wow. Listen, you were disarmed. Jesus disarmed you. He took every bit of it. And I Beautiful. have been yeah. armed by Jesus. Come and on. you are are coming against. What doesn't belong to you, I belong to him. And I command you in the name of Jesus, you silence your words. You will not scream these things in my mind. I have the word of God and I submit myself to God. I am not walking after the flesh. I am walking after the spirit. Mm. I command you in the name of Jesus, you go. And if you want to fight and you continue to speak to me, I'm going to keep speaking the word of God. And I will take this sword of the spirit. I'll cut you up into pieces. And if you don't flee, I'll cut your pieces into pieces. But I've had it with you. (laughs) And that's literally what happened. Happens, and I sense when I when this begins to happen, the spirit of God rising in me, because there is warfare. Yeah. We fight the good fight of faith, right? Yes. We yeah. we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities and powers. And that's so why good. Paul said, taking the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. He doesn't have a sword. And can I be really honest with you? That just causes a a big respect in me for the enemy in the sense of he's got no weapons, he's got no sword, I got a sword, he's hoping that I will absolutely not speak this out with such faith and conviction and that he can bring me under his defecation mm. of shame and guilt. Wow. Okay, so so Kathy, great question, Go after Rachel. him. Rachel. Rachel Ireland. Yeah. I remember Rachel Ireland. Kathy,
2: if you're listening, yeah. it's for yeah. me Kathy, <laughs> Kathy <laughs> that is also <laughs> for you. <Absolutely.
0: laughs> Kathy, all heaven's backing you up. God's for you. Who can yeah. be Rachel. against you? Yes. Rachel. Yes. Rachel. Hey, you, hey, got, Kathy, you got Kathy. Hey, my, Kathy. Yeah, yeah, Rachel, hey, Kathy. I'm
2: so sorry. Well, Rachel. well, no,
0: you're right. I mean, That's
2: powerful, don't Yeah, it?
1: it's very powerful. And I mean, one of the other I'm names... I'm passionate about that. Good. One of the other names is of the devil or of the enemy is really the accuser, yeah. yes, and so yeah. I, I feel like you've something that you wanna share on this, Edison.
3: Oh, no, no I, I mean, I love what JB shared. I love that your stance is not neutral. Yeah, Like this isn't something that you it's tolerate, offenses. this isn't something yeah. that you flirt with, this isn't something that you indulge. Like you have got to go to battle and and the first movement of confession is is declaration is declaring who god is mm-hmm. and then we make sense of what we've done and who we are in the light of who he is but the first movement of prayer is a confession this is who you are god this mm-hmm. is the reality of your word this is the power the authority of your word of your truth and from there i'll navigate everything else but that's my starting place and i love just because i've seen you do this like i love how you challenge us like you don't
0: indulge this. Like you don't you don't play that game. Otherwise, your salvation is based on your works. Yeah. Okay. So if I continue to punish myself with this thoughts of guilt, shame, and condemnation, what what does it take? Two weeks before I'm now free from like, that? Like when are you good? So so is the blood of Jesus now, what is it? Is it yeah. just something we talk about and really doesn't it makes need?
3: you in charge in a weird way? Yeah it makes you in charge yeah. of something that can only be surrendered to God.
0: Yeah, now Rachel, I'm not meaning to make you feel condemned over that. I'm just saying, that's the thoughts that have gone through my mind. Hey, Bevere, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. I'm not my savior, Jesus is my savior. Yeah. And I am not gonna punish myself for two weeks over this. All the, it's just another angle. Of what I was saying, the truth is. The truth is it's a real spirit. They really want to defecate that shame on you, and you really have to address it.
2: Wow. That's good. And if you take on the shame, you will also take on the wins. Mm -hmm. So if oh the the you can't separate those things in your mind, like the things I do wrong, those belong to me. But when I do great, I'm gonna give all that glory to God. No, you then think I'm responsible for this and this.
0: That's strong. I never thought of it that way, that's really good.
2: Yours was better, but. (laughs) And we want people to continue to comment, to leave questions. I, myself, am gonna submit one where is Lisa? Question mark, question mark, all caps. <laughs> so if we could please answer bring that next
3: Lisa time. back. No, wherever wherever you're engaging with this, whether that's on YouTube or you're listening um, through your favorite podcast provider, make sure that you're leaving reviews, putting questions in reviews, leaving comments, because we go through those, right, Alec, yeah. our team. We go through those, we yeah. wade through them. And also another way to connect with us is to send a message to mail at messenger international. Org, That's right. Mail at messengerinternational.org. So we Le- go through those we're two. we're
0: gonna answer Lisa. Where Where's Lisa? Lisa? <laughs> so Lisa's, oh. Lisa's writing right now. Yeah. And um, when she goes into seasons of She'll writing- be back she back She likes to give a lot of time to it. I wouldn't be surprised if she's not on the next episode because she loves doing this. So uh, yeah, Lisa is gr- doing who great. Who knows? Who knows? It's just always just a mystery, <laughs> I guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or for so, right. com- comment yeah. if you want
0: Everyone. Lisa back. Please I wanna
2: see Lisa. five heart <laughs> emotion. Emojis for bring Lisa yes, back. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or the emoji with the steam no, coming out. I no, want Lisa. <laughs> we've
3: we've had we've had a lot going on um, these last few weeks as a family mm-hmm. between uh, just people struggling with health stuff to um, the big thing, which is Grandma um, having a fall then having a stroke and then passing very yeah. suddenly. And we we actually wanted to have Grandma. Uh, Come on the show, yeah, and join us for a couple at home with the Beveers, uh because she is the matriarch of this family. Um, and and just, also,
1: how cool is it too? Oh, like, so, like we, y'all, we we were so excited even just talking at the beginning of the year. Just like we're like, how cool would it be if we had Addison? And then we had his father, you know, John. And then we had Addison's son. But then also we had grandma there. Four generations. And so we had four generations. We were so excited for that. We literally had just decided on that. Too. I'm sorry. No, no, Alec, you're. We might have
2: gotten a world record for the oldest person on a podcast. Maybe. Yeah. I I
1: don't know. I don't know. And so uh,
3: we wanted to move
2: forward, though. Yeah,
3: we wanted to take an episode. We we just recently did grandma's memorial, um, and it was a beautiful moment. Honoring her life and a tribute of, yeah. tribute to who she is with so much fun, so much wit, um, so much joy, so much peace and contentment. And just as a nod to her and also as a recommend, not a recommendation, but just a reminder to all of us to like cherish the relationships mm-hmm. that we have and also to cherish um, the wisdom, the sages, those that have gone before us and are still around like yeah they're slowing down but they've been running this for a long time
1: man make the most of that time you just never you just never know and and I also remember i mean whenever whenever we were talking about this idea uh, us three were were part of that meeting, Addison you me and Julie and I remember instantly Julie you were like oh I know exactly what what she'd be talking about and y- you said what you said it's joy. the joy yeah. yeah it's the joy and just that was such a powerful attribute that even she had and, and yeah. I'm sorry oh, JB yeah. you wanted no, to say something no yeah no no her her joy was just so strong and um so yeah we just wanted to come and actually even just bring just like you said, honor her, and even just bring some amazing things that we learned from Grandma Bevere, the guy who made this very passionate, fiery son of hers, and then these (laughs) passionate, fiery kids as well, all came from this woman, and we've learned a lot from her.
0: I feel very blessed that I had her as my mother. Um, She and my dad were married 66 and a half years. My dad went to heaven eight years ago. They raised me Catholic. They raised me in the fear of God. They raised me the best they knew how to raise me, not having the Bible as being their guideline. And yet I watched, you know, James says, show me your faith without your works. I'll show you my faith by my works. Now, don't get me wrong. My mom talked much about her faith in Jesus. And uh, her love for Mary, love for and Mary, love for Profound Mary, love yes. For Mary. And I'm so glad she now has met Mary. But um, no, she, my mom lived the life before me. My mom was somebody that you said about me. I never saw my mom walk away from the holy fear of God. Mm-hmm. And she loved everybody she met. She did. Uh, there was never a stranger to my mom. She's always m- making people laugh. I mean. When when she fell and banged her head and broke her wrist just a couple of weeks ago, the ambulance comes and get her. There's two EMTs. One of them's just not smiling at all, and she's cracking jokes like she always does with big old knot on her head the size of a golf ball. Yeah, that was nasty. Black looking. and blue on her face. She's broken wrist, and and um, the guy's not smiling. And she, she goes, What do I need to do to get you to smile? Or something like that. Or she might have said, Have you ever smiled before? Or something like that. Well, the guy just cracks up finally. And she goes, Oh, you're so handsome when you smile. And then <laughs> couldn't stop smiling then, right? Yeah. And she just had that way about her. You know, yeah. she yeah. she she was in Morning Point, which is assistant living, that's a bike ride from our house. She was there for um, she was there for six months and the people she impacted is just profound. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, you know, the f- first time I went and saw her, I'm, I'm looking at a golf ball size, red, pure red ball on top of her forehead where she hit her head, right? And I'm like, oh mom, I'm so sorry. And she goes, stop it, stop it. And I said, okay. She goes, this is an adventure. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, mom, yeah. I'm sorry. You won't even let me give you sympathy. But yeah. never in my life have I met a human being more positive than she yeah. was. And you know, I just, I, I just, I miss her so much, but you know, I cried more when she was... And, and, and for those of you that don't know, the doctors took her off her blood thinners. They were very concerned about the... What do you call that big old well done? Hemoglobin? H- hemoglobin on top of her head. I don't think that's right. Took her off the blood thinners, <laughs> and that caused a massive, massive stroke. And yeah. she made it so clear to us, I don't want to be on life support. If God wants to take me, let him take me. Yeah. Hmm. And I knew I, I had a week to two left. Well, I actually ended up being four days. And uh, I cried more in that four days than I have my entire life put together. Mm-hmm. But the joy I've walked in since since she's gone to heaven, I mean, I was pleading with God, please take her home. If you don't do a miracle, take her home. And the joy I have now, I, the vision God gave me in prayer of her actually in heaven, yeah. telling me in my heart she's with me, seeing her as about a 25-year-old lady mm. with the biggest smile, the most beautiful hair, and I knew I was looking at her in glory. God gave me a little glimpse. Wow. And it's it's hard to believe, but the the sting of her leaving has been has been greatly reduced. And um I just think I, I just wanna thank you all for talking about her. I know Julie, she really touched your life. Yeah. And uh I mean, guys, talk about her. I've 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 said enough. I'm I mean well, well, get, get, can I just back it up really quick? Yeah, yeah and, sorry, and, and I might then, have yeah, went yeah, way
1: Julie, ahead Julie where you totally guys wanted me to go, but no, uh, no, no, no. Honestly, no we have no we, notes. We have no notes yeah, for this. Is, um, uh, I, we I just, leave you. I'll have a few. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> but no, I mean, we're we're, we're just honoring her. I, what I love, something though that that you said, JB, was um, that you were still learning lessons from her, even in this hardship that she was going through about the adventure and also like having adventure within hardship and even just joy. Mm-hmm. And so Julie, if, I mean, I know JB was, was throwing it to you or John, sorry, I call him JB, if you guys don't know, because <laughs> my, my first name's Joshua. And so I call him dad, of course all the time, but I also call him JB because I'm also a, a JB. And, and so are you JB, <laughs> Julie, <laughs> Julie, JB. But anyways, I'm sorry, JBs. <laughs> totally going off topic, but Julie, what's some stuff that you, you really feel like you learned from, from Grandma Bevere?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I just feel so, so blessed to have been in this family for 15 years and gotten to know grandma that entire time. Um, Specifically, though, this past year and a half living, like you said, John, five minutes um, down the road from her and our kids, Asher and Sophia, 13 and 11, being able to go to the assisted living where she was and get to experience Life with someone in their nineties—I yeah. mean, such an incredible gift—and I have moments of wishing that we had had them over there every single day. Yeah, we homeschool; it could have just been like an old person class. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the gift—I yeah. feel like we as a culture—and not to to bring it way far out—I want to talk about grandma—but we as a culture, the value that we have to place on spending time with the elderly in our life because there is so yeah. much to glean. Yeah. The perspective that they have really is gold because it has gone through years and years of refinement. Mm-hmm. It is gold in the truest sense. And even now with them both being very heartbroken and even Lizzie also moments of like, I'm just sad grandma's gone. I'm like, I know. Yeah. and. Had she still lived in Florida and we were in Colorado, it wouldn't have been what it is. Yeah, This just someone in our family passed. And so I'm so thankful for that. I just see yeah. God's sovereignty in that. But it was her joy and her contentment. Even at 95, she and I were very close. So she would ask me to get her different things or help her with stuff that I, I can imagine as a 95 year old. Or, as someone getting older, would feel awkward. And grandma never acted awkward about the logistics of having a 95 year old human body. Yeah. Yeah. She was not shameful. No. She was not apologetic. I mean, she was always gracious and kind and thankful. Mm -hmm. But there, it was, it will stick with me. The way that she navigated, again, just a body that was on earth for 95 years. She had this separation between her her spirit and her body there at the end. Hmm. And even the last night when I went and saw her, I was like, she had one foot in and one foot out. And the next morning, learning that she had passed, um, hearing the news that she had passed really did feel like such an answer to prayer. That... She just had the peace and the awareness that, like Addison said beautifully at the service, she had said what she needed to say. She had done what she needed to do. It was a life lived with such intentionality and punctuated with such remarkable joy. The last time I was with her when she was, because after the stroke, she wasn't as able to communicate. So prior to that, I was with her just days. I even look at the timeline and God's goodness in the timeline of the fall, the stroke and the passing. Yeah, That it was within the span of just a little over a week mm-hmm. really is such an incredible gift that that stage didn't linger. Um, and then she had, she had said what she needed to say, but yeah. I took yeah. her hand the last time I was with her. And it felt like an Elisha Elijah moment, although I didn't want to make it weird. I was like, <laughs> I just want your joy, grandma. I just want your joy over situations. Yeah. And she was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: and I do, like yeah. I, I hope. To just have so many moments of remembrance around me yeah. to remind me that what good comes is a blessing yeah. and what hard comes is an adventure. Yeah. Like count it all joy. Yeah. yeah, She embodied that.
3: And that's how I would describe it. I was talking with Asher yesterday, we were we were riding bikes together and we were talking about grandma. And I told Asher, I said, hey, what I wanna bring with me, just to put it simply, yeah. is I wanna treat every good thing as a gift and every hard thing as an adventure. And that was very much just grandma's outlook on life. And she was so grateful for whatever you gave her. If it was five minutes, Like she was so aware, like you mentioned this, Alec. When we call her, Mm -hmm. she's Mm -hmm. quick to get off the phone because she was like, Hey, I know you have lots of stuff going on. Just thanks for calling me. I'm like, Grandma, I'm still talking to you. Like, (laughs) do you need to go? Because I'm like, I'm I'm really enjoying talking to you. She was so, she was just so aware of what, whatever, whatever it was. She was just thankful and grateful um, for what she would receive. And, and Julie, you and I back in October 2019, obviously this before, like we knew about um, COVID. You came to me and you told me like, Addison, I really feel like for our anniversary this year, we should go see grandma. And she was living um, outside Orlando at the time. We were living in Colorado Springs. And we were like, all right, let's fly let's fly down there together. We'll find someone to watch our four kids, which you know is a big sell. Uh, find <laughs> someone to watch our, our four kids and we'll go visit grandma. And I look back and there's no way, again, we could have known that COVID was right around the corner and we would end up not seeing grandma in person for like a year and a half because of COVID. And I look back at that memory and I'm so grateful for that. And it's easy to look at that and be like, man, I wish I would have done that more. Like, I wish I would have flown down there more than just that one time. But I would just encourage y'all to be sensitive to the spirit and, and those leadings, we've been talking about the leadings in the last couple episodes to, to invest that extraordinary time yeah. or that sacrifice of money or whatever it is, because you'll never forget those moments. And I know Julie and I left that time kind of going into it like we're doing this for grandma, but we left being very aware like this was, this was for us. Like Mm -hmm. we thought this was for grandma, us flying down there to bless grandma. And I'm not saying grandma wasn't blessed, but we were far more blessed uh, because of the time and uh, the love and the honor that was there that grandma showed to us and the things that she shared with us about her story and all.
2: And all the photo albums it's just
3: just
0: being able to
2: hear all of that straight from her.
0: So Alec, you and and Maddie had a little tradition with her that I thought Mm -hmm. was quite quite beautiful. You, you guys had traditions that were quite beautiful, but share what you guys did for young married couples out there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, like Addison said, anytime you call grandma, she, she would be more considerate of actually your time than actually yeah. your time with her. And, um, we just loved spending time with her. I loved, I used to call her all the time. Um, but then I got a Jeep and then literally the biggest thing that, that, that I did not like about having a Jeep was I wasn't able to call people and I missed out on my phone calls with grandma. And so being out here in, uh, in Tennessee, whenever she moved out here, Maddie and I, we started, uh, just going to breakfast with her every single month. And so we would go to breakfast with her every single month. And it was so much fun because we wanted to glean from this, this wisdom from her. We wanted to glean from this joy and like, yeah I, I know we 're all talking about this joy right now, and I know we 're talking about adventure and and uh, Dad, you can probably talk more even about the adventure um, because she she went through so much hardship, but then she still looked at life as an adventure but really quick, before we move on to that um if if we go that way, I just want to talk about this joy because honestly i've i've been very convicted myself i 've always considered myself as being somebody who is full of joy who can hopefully be childlikeness at times but then not too much childlikeness that people, you know, don't trust me because they're like this, guy's, this guy's <laughs> but but honestly like um being around grandma I'm I'm still convicted by her and like just wow this joy and so this is this is after she had fallen and I just started doing a word study just even on the word joy and I I just wanted to share it today because it's, it's such an incredible word whenever I looked into it, and it's something that totally grandma embodied. So the the Baker Encyclopedia, they actually say that, they, they give this definition of the word joy. So they say a positive human condition that can be either a feeling or an action. And so that really hit me that a feeling or an action and I always just assume, you know, like people, they're they're happy people or they're not, you know, but really enthusiasm, joy is actually an action. And then just, uh, you know, we all know that joy is a feeling that we get. But then whenever it goes to an action, um, I just started uh, seeing all these different comparisons within actually scripture and actually how uh, scripture it commands us to have joy, that it's an action that we need to engage with regardless of how again we feel. And so even Proverbs it talks about in Proverbs 5, it tells men to rejoice in their wives, other youth without even referring to how even that woman is acting or actually behaving. And then it talks about Christ, he says, "Hey, count it as joy whenever people are even slandering against you" in Matthew. Like Jesus says, "Hey, count like like be be happy, like take that joy." And then even Paul commands people to rejoice whenever they're being even um just martyred or even being persecuted. Mm. And then even, of course, as we've already said earlier, James says, count is to your joy when you meet these trials. And it just really hit me that joy is actually an action. And yeah. it's not something that you just feel. It's also an action. And going back to that count is to your joy when you meet trials, JB, you, you were just saying, you know, how, you know, she treated things as an adventure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not like she just had a simple yeah. life that didn't have any hardships. You talked about how grandpa passed eight years ago and she's been all by herself mm-hmm. for a while. And of yeah. course, we as a family, we've been trying to be with her, but then you even had a sister die at a young age. 14 years yeah, old. And she had and another, move another to baby to Ireland too. Yep. Yeah, and then one. she lost another baby as well. Right. And just maybe if you could talk even just about that. No, Trials. I mean, uh,
0: I was the only boy of six children. So I have five sisters, two are in heaven. Hmm. And uh, my sister was a month away from her 15-year-old birthday, and she died of cancer. Hmm. And uh, my mom and dad, you know, a lot of times when people lose a child that young, hmm. it can actually damage the, the marriage. My mom and dad made the decision that they would grow from it. They would grow closer together. They would not allow it to separate them. Yeah. Um, she described to me that the, the, the pain is something that she carried for 10 years, but yet I never knew that. I knew it the first year. She wore black. She, um, she cried a lot, but she she still had her great joy and outlook on life. But later on, I had a friend who lost a daughter, and I called my mom and I said, I need, I need, I need help. You lost, you lost a daughter at 15 years old, basically. What do I say? And she said, the pain just never stops. And she said, I, carry, I, I carried that pain pretty, pretty close for, for 10 years. And I said, Mom, I never, I never would have known that. You never, you never had your countenance fallen. When I would come home from school, you would be joyful, cheerful. And it's just, she, she chose, joy. You, you have to choose hmm. joy. You have to, you have to contend for it. It is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hmm. And she she outlived her mom. Her mom died at 69. Her her dad passed away at 80, at 91. She outlived everybody in her family. I'm convinced it was because she chose yeah. joy and she chose the fear of God. Yeah. And yeah. she she Never, ever would make anyone feel any one of us feel guilty because we didn't spend enough time with her. She just looked at any time we spent with her as as a gift. gift. She did. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I you know, I have no regrets. I just wish I would have listened a little more carefully. January first, I'm out praying at tennis courts near my house, and you know, nobody's there in the morning. That's my favorite place to go and pray. And um, the Lord said, "You're going to say goodbye to your mom this year." And I'm thinking September, October, November. I'm thinking, boy, I got so you know I, I invited yeah. her over for a brunch a couple of days later, and we had we had eggs and elk. <laughs> and she ended up telling the whole community over there, my son, let me show you pictures of the elk he served me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have known it was just yeah. a month. I probably would have had brunch with her about three times a week. Yeah, yeah, but. No regrets. I get all eternity with my mom. And I'm going to say to everybody, it's not easy. I don't care if your mom is 95, your dad's 95. Uh, We were never created to die. God never created mankind to die. He created us to live. And as great as what Jesus did for us on Calvary, it doesn't replace that hole when somebody actually leaves and you have to say goodbye to them until we enter into that realm where we're all together again we're all in eternity now we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses i believe we're surrounded by mom it's just that right now we're not communicating but one day we're going to communicate and it's never going to be cut off forever but there's still mourning there's still a hole there's not grief as if i'm never going to see her again there's just the mourning of man i'm going to miss her until i see her again so um you know Everybody, value your family members, treasure them, yeah. please don't speak harshly to them, and you know if you do something wrong, apologize quickly, yeah, and look at them as gifts in your life, yeah, yeah. it's good then. so
2: and spend the time with
0: Thank them. you all yeah. for honoring my mother on this, and hopefully you, all that are listening have gleaned something very valuable from a, this n- almost ninety six years of wisdom from my mom,
3: yeah, I love that too. you want to pray us out
2: sure. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you do give us your joy for our strength. I pray, Lord, that there would be more of an awareness in each of us here in this room, in every single person under the sound of my voice, that that is available, that that is a constant flow available to us, that we would choose faith over feelings in all of you, God. I pray, God, that you would lead us and guide us into the truer things, into the deeper things, God, that we would not allow ourselves to settle for what we see or hear or perceive, but that we would seek after you, God, that we would know you and we would follow you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Everyone, thank you so much for joining us here today at At Home with the Beveers. Guys, we are always so thrilled whenever you leave questions that we can go right ahead and answer. So if you have any questions, make sure to leave a comment wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to rate and subscribe. It really helps out our show and helps it get all around the world. Again, guys, we are so thrilled that you joined us here today where we want to help you create a legacy starting at home.